You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Welcome to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi, and ooh, do we have a good show for you today. I have two guests, and we're going to be talking about the Pediatric Cancer Research Foundation. We have Jerry Wilson, who is the executive director. Jerry, welcome to the show. She's been on it before. Thank you. Nice to be back. It's great to have you back. And we have Rod Carew, and Rod Carew is very involved with the uh, foundation. He also has the Rod Carew Children's Cancer Golf Classic. Welcome to the program. Thanks so much, Rich. I'm here pinch-hitting for Jerry. It's good to have you both here. You know, I know August, Rod, is quite a month for you uh, and and Jerry for PCRF. Can I refer to it as that? Absolutely. Okay. Perfect. I know you've celebrated, Rod, your, your 30th anniversary, your 3,000th hit, and you're also celebrating your 20th anniversary partnering with PCRF and the annual Rod Carew Children's Cancer Golf Classic. Can you tell me a little bit about your path to being involved with this organization, Rod? Well, Rich, you know, when my youngest daughter had uh, was diagnosed with, with leukemia in 1995, I was just in another world, you know. You, you don't expect that to happen. And so, you know, I, I got involved because she asked me to get involved. She wanted me to, to help as much as I can. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember after taking her to the hospital, Children's Hospital, and she saw all these little kids running around with their hockey sticks and kicking their soccer balls. And she says, Daddy, no matter what happens to me, I want you to continue helping these kids. So since then, I've been doing this. Right. That's a commitment that you continue to keep, isn't it? Yes, it, it, it is. You know, and, and after you see so many young children that are coming up with these different blood diseases, and we're trying to just give them a chance, mm-hmm. you know, have them grow up and realize their dreams, and you know, because we all have dreams. Right. And we, we have to give that to them and it, it's been a blessing it's been a blessing because we we're saving so many more children today right it's hard enough to deal with the news that you have a potentially life-threatening illness when you're an adult but when you're a teenager or younger i'm not sure how they process that information initially and kind of come to grips with it they must have to lean on their families and and other people a lot more you know i it, what was uncanny about uh, Michelle is when she was told that she had leukemia she never cried didn't didn't say a word all she looked at the doctor and said that well can you, can you clean my blood up oh. that's all she said right you know and I, I sat back there and here I'm bawling and she's accepting this as um, matter of fact right? matter of fact right you know? so I all along you know I knew that there was something special that was going on I I, I I never asked my friend upstairs why, because I knew something special was going on. I, I knew that maybe he was allowing her to bring this to the forefront. Right. Knowing what the future would hold then. All, All right. right. Thank you, Rod Carew. Let's turn our attention to Jerry Wilson. Tell me a little bit. I, you've been on the show before. People may remember that conversation, but for those that haven't heard it or maybe don't remember, tell us a little bit about your background and how you've become involved with this organization. Sure. So my background, for the most part, has been working for children's hospitals, and along the way, just getting involved in the pediatric uh, hematology oncology side of it is really where my passion lies. Uh, Rod and I have had this conversation many times about people say, is it hard for you to do what you do? And my answer is no, because we're making a difference. And to Rod's point, we are saving many more children than we are losing. 
And, you know, we talk about Michelle a lot, and her journey has allowed us to change the way we treat and the, the way we um, not only treat the child, but how we treat families okay. and the quality of life. And the when we started in 1982 for non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, it was a three-year journey, heavy radiation, chemo, chemotherapy, mm. and uh, probably surgery involved in that also, depending on, on the, the situation. And now, you know, almost 34 years later with us, it's about a 90-day treatment with an 80% chance of survival where it was maybe 20% chance of survival when we started. So, you know, Rod made a promise to Michelle, and when I get to work with people like this, I'm going to continue to honor that promise that he made to Michelle, and we try to get out and share with as many people what we do. How could you not get behind this cause? How could you not want to come to work every day? We're we're saving lives every day. Right. How does that make you feel, Rod, to hear that the, the amount of progress that's been made by the industry in helping cure and keep these young people healthy? Well, you know, Rich, that's why we do this. And that's why we, we encourage people to get involved. We encourage companies to get involved because when you walk into a child's room that's suffering from leukemia or whatever blood disease they might have, and it's like all they're doing is smiling. Mm. They don't know what's going on. They're just smiling. It's, yeah, you know, I'm just going to have fun and whatever happens, happens. I want to play. Yeah, that's that's all they, they want to do is play. And so, you know, when, when I really got involved, I said, you know, I just don't want to put my name to this. You know, I want to be able to go and do and visit and see children. And, you know, when I walk into to a room and they know I'm coming and I see that smile on their face... It's like it's worth more than a million dollars. Isn't that a gift to be able to just your mere presence boost some lift someone's spirits like that? What what an honor that must be for you as a person who who has that ability to do that for people. Well, it is. You know, I was blessed to be able to do that right. through playing baseball. Right. And so that's why I encourage other athletes to to do the same. Because, exactly. You know, Michelle wrote made a card and she says the greatest thing in life is to love and you know I, I want everybody to love all these children and, and feel like they're part of them and you know so that they can help so are, how do the dads respond when you walk in Rod I'm sure the children are excited <laughs> but my sense is that the dads may be they, even more they're bug eyed <laughs> And so are the moms. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. Yeah, I don't want to be sexist. I'm sure there are plenty of women that enjoyed you as an athlete as well. Because, you know, I, I think it's, you know, every dad wishes that he could have played the game. Of course. And But there are just some of us that were given the ability to go out and take that round bat and hit that round ball square. Hardest thing to do in sports. Right. You know, consistently. So, you know, even now when I go out to, to Little League parks and you see them, you know, and they're working with the kids and... You know, they, they, and I'm thinking they wish that they could have been doing this. So they're replaying this right. through their kids. Right. So I only have 30 seconds till our next commercial break. Just tell me, what do you think of Mike Trout? Mm-hmm. Mike Trout is phenomenal. I, I love the way he plays the game, and I tell young players play the game the way Mike Trout did. Because when Derek Jeter came up, I loved the way Derek played, right. and Mike Trout is playing the game the same way. Right. And um, if you're going to play it, you might as well go out there and, and, and do it hard all right. the time in, on a consistent basis. You know, they talk about enjoying the game, and it's we're playing games. The look on his face, to me, looks like he's having fun. He's always smiling. And, and you have to have fun. You have to smile. You know, there are days that, you know, you might have bad days, but 
through those bad days, you, you still have to keep that smile on your face right. because you're doing something that so many millions of people right. wanted to do, dads wanted to do, but weren't right. able to do that. Right. All right. Well, we're going to take our first commercial break here on Critical Mass Radio Show. We'll be back with Jerry and Rod after these words from our valued sponsors. Richard Franzi is the author of two popular business books for CEOs. His first book, Critical Mass, The Ten Explosive Powers of CEO Peer Groups, was the first book ever written on the secret value of CEO peer groups. His second book, now with newly updated information, is Critical Mass, The Power of CEO Guiding Principles. Richard's books contain powerful information to help CEOs running middle market companies gain valuable insight to improve their decision-making skills. Richard's books are available as paperbacks or Kindle versions from Amazon.com. To find them, type Richard Franzi in the search box. Are you looking for your successor? Someone as dedicated and experienced in their field as you? Executives Unlimited delivers the top executive talent you need for your company's long-term success. 98% of our clients re-engage us for additional hires, and over 90% of the executives placed by us since 2007 are still in their positions or have been promoted. That's twice the industry's average retention rate. How do we do this? Dedication. Executives Unlimited believe success isn't success until it's long-term. Call us to invest in your long-term success. 562-627-3800 or visit us at executivesunlimited.com. Let our long-term success leverage yours. Today's businesses are embracing voice over IP telephones and unified communication desktop technologies to more effectively communicate and collaborate with their customers, suppliers, and colleagues. The Reliatel management software from Tone Software Corporation helps organizations of all sizes manage their communications technologies to ensure great voice quality and better levels of service and reliability throughout their business. Through Reliatel, you'll gain higher return on investments from VoIP and unified communications technologies while lowering the associated operational support and maintenance costs. Learn more. Visit www.tonesoft.com or call 800-833-8663 for information on Reliatel by Tone Software, the solution for quality business communications. And welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. As I said at the open, it's a special edition. We're really focused on the Pediatric Cancer Research Foundation. Jerry Wilson, who is the executive director, is here with us. And Rod Carew, who's an active supporter of the foundation, is here as well. You know, Jerry, one of the things I wanted to ask you is, can you describe a little bit the work that your foundation is doing? Sure. Yeah, I'm really proud. We've been around for 34 years, and as I touched on, just the change in treatment of a child. But what we do is all the money we raise, we don't believe in endowments. We believe in getting it right back out into the hands of the researchers immediately. So for 34 years, all the money we raise goes through a pretty um, vigilant grant cycle. We have outsiders come and review the grants. Um, They're scientific advisors. They make recommendations to us. And then we search out the best research based on what's coming back into us and put that money into the top researchers' hands um, in the country. There's a couple of researchers that um, years ago, when we started funding them, were emerging researchers in the field. And they're some of the leaders that we've been following for many, many years now. And you see a lot of the stuff you read about right now, the immunotherapy, where we're using your own 
um, body to right. treat you um, right. and re-engineer the cells and inject them back into you was a lot of the work that PCRF funded years ago. So mm-hmm. I can really say that you know the work that Rod has done for many years, even before I was there, is what's changing the field of how mostly kids, but kids and adults are being treated with, with cancer right now. And we are very transparent. We have some of the highest ratings you can get in Charity Navigator and GuideStar. And, and so people look to us as an investment. Research is not something that's super sexy to a lot of people, but it's, it's a business investment. And I can tell you that your money is going right back out and being treated bedside today when you when you make uh, donations to us. So we're talking specifically here uh, right now with Rod and you on this show about blood cancer and, and leukemia. You're also supporting other forms of childhood cancer? Absolutely. Okay. Ewing sarcoma, rhabdosarcoma, w- w- the grants that are submitted to us um, come from all across the country, but absolutely most of them um, are a lot of uh, blood disorders and cancers. Is there research being done around the world as well? Yeah. Is, it, is, is the U.S. very representative? I mean, are we uh, leaders in this field? Or? I would definitely say we're leading the way. Like in any medical industry, there's a lot of things um, that happen outside of the country that are different than the rules and regulations that we have here. But in pediatric oncology, there's only about 13,000 kids a year that get diagnosed, which doesn't sound like a whole lot if, unless it's one of your children, and then it's the world. Right. And we have a researcher at Case Western that I quote all the time, and he says, you know, children being diagnosed with cancer are only about 1% of the population, but they're 100% of our future. Wow. So the kids that we're treating right now, we want to be the future president. We want to be, you know, a future Rick Franzi and running the the radio show. And and that's what we're doing. We're giving hope to these parents and these kids and these families that they didn't have before. And with so little money coming from government funding, without foundations like mine and the work that Rod and I do for the golf tournament, we couldn't fund these projects because the government keeps cutting back and back on what they fund for pediatrics. Right. And, you know, as you were talking earlier about the survival rate, survivability now of, uh, of, of uh, cancer we're creating more cancer survivors who are at a younger age, right? And so I'm wondering how that affects the sensibilities of the population over time because you have more people who, when they hear the word cancer, they go, well, that's not a death sentence. Not anymore. It doesn't have to be. And when you've got an 80-plus percent survival rate on most of our childhood cancers, you know, and some of them, there's a Burkitt's lymphoma, we're up 95%, almost 100%. Oh, my gosh. And what's happening now is the translation of that is we have these teens and kids that are diagnosed early on and years ago, when they were diagnosed, they would almost always get secondary cancers from the treatment that they had, which, you know, just insult to injury. But now, right. with the duration of the treatment being that much shorter, we can allow them to go on to get married, to have children, to do things that they would have never done. So we're, we're tracking this whole Good. second generation that is now getting married and having children. And you see that in a lot of interest, um, with heart and a lot of other conditions. But these these kids that have a life, it, it is not right. a death sentence anymore. Right. And I would, uh, Rod, you know, from being a professional athlete, a lot of performance is in your head and what your belief system is, right? And if you are the type of person who beat cancer when you were a child, what's life going to throw at you now, oh. right? Mm-hmm. Can't throw anything at you. Right. You're going to beat it all. I'm going to beat it all. You're on top of the world. So, so that's, and then they raise children in that image. I mean, I just think the multiplier of the work that you're doing is beyond that, even that individual who you've been able to help and maybe save their life and create a quality of life. So let's talk about the golf tournament. All right, here it is in August. Um, what made you, 20 years, what made you first think, hey, golf tournament's a good idea? Or Are you well, a good player? They, is that what it is? No, I'm a hacker. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a military yeah, player. Yeah, yeah, when you athlete. Left, right, you know. When you athletes it's, it's say you're different. a hacker, you're usually a very good player. Rich, I will stand at home plate and look at a 95-mile-an-hour fastball and not worry. Okay. 
if I when I stand over the golf ball, I have all these thoughts going through my head, and they're not good thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, I I got involved as I said when Michelle uh, was diagnosed, and um, I've kept at it since then. You know, I I told them I wanted to be involved. I wanted to help as much as I can, and so we keep. What's amazing is that we keep getting the same people coming back to play in the mm. tournament because it's not about Rod Carew. It's about the children, you know. And when we bring the kids back and they see these kids and they see how well these kids are doing, that's what it's all about. Right. And it must have grown over the years. It has grown tremendously. We're on two it's, courses now. You are? We're, yeah. we're Pelican Hill. courses now. Yep. Uh-huh. And it's a fun day for everyone, you know. And um, So if there's a CEO or business owner that's listened to us live or maybe as a podcast and it's not the end of August, let's talk a little bit about the specifics for the event. It is later this month. August 24th. It's a okay. Monday, Monday. And it's at Pelican Hill. Uh, we have North Course, South Course, and obviously the views there are stunning. We yes. actually do have people that fly in from around the world, um, around the United States anyway, to attend the golf tournament. And Rob brings up a good point. They, they may come now because it's Pelican Hill. But we have a couple people who he was just back in Cooperstown with that flew all the way out from Baltimore to come because of what the work that Rod was doing mm. and have a spectacular event. And, and made a great donation and this year went back to the Hall of Fame and was involved in some of the Hall of Fame festivities. You know, I, I spent time with them and they got to see the dungeons of the Hall of Fame where uh-oh. Not too many people get a chance to see some of the great things, the relics that are there. Uh-huh. And it's, it's just a fun time. So you've raised over $3 million? Is over $3 million. For the 20 years? Yep, and this will be our 20th year, and it just gets bigger every year. And, you know, there's a lot of events that happen in Orange County, Southern California, so right. we are really proud that this one continues to grow. And what I like about it on the business side, which is really why I wanted to, you know, come talk with you about it, is it's a great business development opportunity for people to come bring clients out to, and that's what a lot of our sponsors do. Mm-hmm. And that's how we, we've been able to meet some new people and continue to show people this is a good investment for you and that's a great it's a win-win you get okay. pelican hill you get to meet rod carew it's a beautiful venue and your money's going straight to charity and so, so you get to play a round of golf breakfast and breakfast and a round of golf all kinds of food on the course all okay kinds of food right. um, including wahoos and wing he's okay. always a big part of this tournament beautiful. and then uh, dinner silent auction live auction and we have great um we have some really cool sponsor uh, prizes this year that we put together for the for the sponsors. Uh, are some really neat uh, cards that Rod gave us at sign that we're having framed that are very unique that you could not get at any other place. There you go, one of a kind. And I'm sure there are stories of children that you've helped or... I mean, there's also an appreciation for the work that's been Absolutely. done, right? There was a young man that spoke last year at the tournament, and he is a neuroblastoma uh, survivor, which is, is deadly. Um, most kids that get diagnosed with neuroblastoma have an 80% reoccurrence. And um, of those kids that reoccur, it's almost 100% um, the lack of survival. They're not, they're not going to make it. And if they do, the, the treatment that they go through is, is just horrific. And... Uh, Zane was there a year and a half ago, and he his father stood up and talked, and his father is very clear that without research, his son wouldn't have even been standing there a year and a half later. And when you get told your child has cancer, as Rod will tell you, there's a new normal in your life. Right. And whatever that outcome is, it's about helping the entire family. And Rod doesn't just do this golf tournament for us. He also does things with Be The Match. Um, he he does stuff with various other charities, uh, Leukemia Lymphoma Society. He's very generous in giving of his time. 
again, we're all in this together. All these charities are working together. The scientists are all working together from around the world because we all know that it's going to take a team to mm-hmm. help these kids. And, and that's what Rod shows everyone every day, that you know, cancer knows no teams. It's just one big one, and we all got to be on the winning team. Yeah, and you know that, that old saying, Rich, there's not an I in the world team. You know, so it's it's just a group of people that are doing what they can to help kids realize their dreams. You know, it's, well, one it's important. Of, one of the early impacts I know of your involvement is uh, was getting more people to register as, as potential donors. Correct for, for oh yes, you know, at at the onset, I was having I would stand in grocery lines and tell people go get tested. You know, we need you to, you know, give platelets, become become involved. You know, help try and give this child a chance right people look at me like i was crazy you know they thought well this guy's going way over heels but it helped you know that it's for instance like the national maradona program went from 1500 to over three million people you know at at the onset so people were listening but we still have to get them to continue to listen and help and volunteer and get the businesses to get behind us and, and help us as much as possible. Right, yeah, because that's another thing. If they can't make the golf tournament, maybe they can get in the registry, right? Maybe there's other things that they can do, ways to help in this, because all of us together, because you need to find a perfect match, and that's not always easy. Right. Maybe and, and almost that's, impossible. And that's what Michelle, that, that was the problem with, with right? Michelle. You know, I am of West Indian descent. My ex-wife is of Romanian Jewish descent, and so my daughters didn't match, I didn't match, and so then you have to look. Right. You have to look out there for other people that might be a mir- miracle and in, in, in save your child. Yeah, needle in a haystack yeah. kind of mm-hmm. thing. All right, so if someone would like to learn more either about the foundation or about the golf tournament... Uh, Jerry, where should they go? How do they find it online? You can go to our website at pcrf-kids.org, and all of the information is on there for the event. Our phone number, everything is on there. You know, you, you talk about how can you get involved. You know, not everyone has a check that they can write, but there's a lot of people that want to give up their time or their talent. We are always looking for volunteers and, and people to just help share the message about what we're doing and help support us um, in a, a variety of different ways throughout the year. Are you looking for people to be on your board or on any of your committees? We're always looking for some new board members. Okay. You know, we that, that that's definitely an area we'd like to grow in. We are a national organization, so we fund grants all the way from Vermont um, to four of them down here in Southern California and everything across the country. Okay. So we do have board members from coast to coast. So I, I know your reach is wide, yes. but we are always looking for committee members. And, and I have to say the golf committee is a really fun group of guys. And it's sure. uh, getting to come out and work with this event is, is really one of the highlights of what I do every day. Well, I want to thank you both uh, for what you're doing, for giving your time to be here on the show, talking a little bit about the fine work and the, and, and the upcoming tournament. Uh, I hope that some of the members of the critical mass community will get involved and maybe they'll be out uh, on the golf course. And I thank you to those who already are involved. Yes, and thank you to those Rich, that are and, and thank you so much because through you helping us get the word out uh, is going to make a big difference. My pleasure, Rod. I want to thank you both for your time. And also I have to thank, and I want to thank our sponsors for today's show, the Center Club, Community Bank, Decision Toolbox, Executives Unlimited, MBN Design, S&H Rubber, Strategic Market Intelligence, SunUp Group, T&Company, Tone Software, Turn Up the Volume, 
and UPS protection. If you'd like to connect with me on LinkedIn, I'm Richard Rick Franzi. CEO Peer Groups is our Twitter handle. And on your favorite podcasting software, type in Critical Mass Radio Show, and you'll get our weekly uh, updates. And also on our YouTube channel, we are taping this. You'll be able to watch it on Richard Franzi. That's our YouTube channel. Until our next show, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi.